0: Everyone, Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a tremblement de terre, which is an earthquake, a paradise cocktail, or a shot of Australian whiskey, and get settled into a big puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. Do you find yourself masochistically drawn to people who are a bad match for you? Are you currently in a relationship with an incompatible sign? Is a love born under a bad sign really that big a deal? Or is the relationship destined to go down in flames? These are the important questions we are asking tonight on Happy Hour with Mystic Chick. And I'm sure Virgo Lass has some very interesting insights for tonight's episode. I'm going to click her cute little face on. Hello, Virgo Last. Hello, Mystic Chick. (laughs) How are you doing today?
1: Doing all right. Doing all right. Got my cocktail. Um, My cat might start yelling for his food in a moment, but I asked Virgo Lad if he would feed him so he won't get too noisy.
0: Awesome. Well, you know what, though? I I feel like his little... Well, they're not little. (laughs) They're not little. (laughs) his roars (laughs) add to the experience of the show so you know (laughs) all right so there's a lot of uh interesting information with this one because on the surface it seems like pretty a pretty simple concept and then you start digging and you go down this rabbit hole of astrology
1: and um I don't know if you felt that way or not. (laughs) Oh, there is definitely a rabbit hole when it comes to astrology, because (laughs) it's not all about your sun sign, you know, like you just go about your life and you're all, I'm a Gemini and um, I know that I like Scorpios, but I cannot fuck with Pisces. (laughs) Um, But then, like, you realize when you start delving more into it, you realize that there's just so much more than just your sun sign. And that's when it gets complicated because nobody is advertising, like, their moon sign or their rising or their Venus on the apps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure now there's there's got to be a dating app for that. I'm actually going to start exploring that. <laughs> but, okay, so the first thing is that I did kind of find <laughs> – there's millions of lists actually oh yeah so many lists <laughs> about incompatible signs and everything but i found this one particularly amusing because they list 12 and they repeat several <laughs>
1: <laughs> does anybody get left out <laughs> I,
0: I don't know if they really want to drill at home but there are certain signs that cannot work together but that's kind of the vibe that i was getting from this <laughs> so um according to this list on bustle.com the uh worst zodiac signs are uh number one and i don't know actually if these are in kind of a like a numerical order like you know the first one's the worst or the first one's the least worst i got nothing i think
1: so <laughs> Get maybe... together, bustle.
0: <laughs> you can kind of like feel them out and and let me know if you think that any are like really really bad but so number one would be aries and capricorn
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that (laughs) not working out at all.
0: (laughs) And okay, so why? I know they have like reasons here, but like, why do you feel that they wouldn't match up?
1: I think because, well, Aries is just very fiery and it's a sign that really likes to fight. (laughs) like just for sport and you know like they're 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 just like a very aggressive sign and I mean I say that as someone where like um I have an Aries rising which which I was like wait what (laughs) because I am not like that at all but more into that later never yeah but but Capricorn is like I mean they're like grounded in a way where it's almost too grounded you know where it's just like yes exactly (laughs) yeah they're they're very stubborn like um and i mean i I feel like aries likes to fight but when capricorn fights they win (laughs) (laughs) capricorns fight strategically (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) so yeah so I, i i just yeah i just feel like yeah this This marriage cannot be saved.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, They do also say, according to this, because I I totally agree with your points. I think that you bring up some very (laughs) important things. Um, (laughs) But a couple of the other things are that you both, you both want to be the boss. Yeah. Not. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And it comes from two different places because Aries just wants to have nobody tell them what to do and just like go on. There's my rising
1: sign. (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's do it
1: and that's when it all makes sense
0: <laughs> <laughs> and capricorns they just like to be in control because that's like what they do that is how they approach the world and it it really doesn't very much for capricorns i feel that you know whatever they're dealing with at the time whether it's a relationship or their job or anything like they will
1: You know, kind of dig in and be like, "All right, we're doing it this way." Yeah, yeah. See, I think that's where the disconnect comes from because Aries is like, "You can't tell me what to do," and Capricorn is just like, "What are you talking about? That's literally my job. (laughs) You're not the boss of me." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you just did it this
2: way,
0: (laughs) so that's fun. (laughs) the next one is Taurus and Aquarius
1: oh you're rising and your moon
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that answers so many questions I'm like always fighting myself (laughs) (laughs) wow so yeah it's now like what are your impressions though because like I would feel like I don't know. I would think maybe I'm biased because I have both of these things and they seem to work well in my body. <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know, they seem like Taurus seems to be kind of, you know, like this level-headed person. And Aquarius is like very kind of objective about everything. Like, how can it not
1: work? Yeah, but Aquarius is also, I mean, I'm trying to think of like how um I can oh, describe
2: I just saw something.
1: oh did you go on I'm like oh that answers
0: a lot of nagging questions actually um (laughs) Taurus is very
1: traditional and Aquarius is very out there (laughs) that right there that right there 100 (laughs) percent wow yeah well
0: and I feel like that's kind of my struggle is that you know my my Taurus rising is like hey let's you know There's a certain way to do things and be on this plane and, you know, social norms and whatnot. And the Aquarius moon is like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) aliens and (laughs) (laughs) auras, (laughs) good
2: times.
0: (laughs) So I I wonder if we could, like, after we go through these, if we could kind of theoretically rank them, because some of these are worse than others. Like, honestly... And yeah, I know there's 5 million other like moving parts that play
2: in. Yeah. this.
1: And also we want to like, let's just start out this whole episode by also uh, acknowledging the fact that all signs have their good aspects and their bad aspects. So if you're an Aries and you're dating a Capricorn, we're not saying that your relationship is doomed because, <laughs> you know, maybe you exemplify all the great things that there is about being an Aries and your partner exemplifies all the great things that there are about being a Capricorn. And so that way it works. But like if you're with somebody who is all of the very negative aspects of a Capricorn and you know when that happens, <laughs> then, <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe yeah
0: <laughs> um and i also kind of wonder if like when you aren't with the right person you kind of like almost fan the flame because like whatever you're
1: doing is going to irritate them <laughs> and so yes because like, yeah you know exactly how to press the buttons
0: yeah when you're walking around irritated like you're not being your best self <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not living your best life <laughs> All right. So the next one is Gemini and cancer. And I could like, as a cancer, I have you ever dated a Gemini? Can you attest to this? I'm I've been friends with Gemini's. I feel, um, that the Gemini energy is very, um, it's hard for me to kind of, I don't exactly know how to put it They're They're like kind of all over the place. And they're, like, always, like, they have a million plans. They're doing a bunch of things, like, you know, constantly going.
1: And, like, it's kind of overwhelming to me. Yeah. No, I mean – and I'll say this right now: I love a Gemini because, yeah they they are super fun. Yeah, like they always want to do something. They're yeah. always like, "Hey, let's let's go to this place. Hey, come see my da- come see my band." You know, <laughs> like they're they're those people. You know, like the, Gemini's do bring the fun. But you know, I mean, then there are the bad the bad twin, <laughs> <laughs> the one that like pushes you over the edge. <laughs> yeah. I would say, like, I mean, I dated a Gemini once, and I think. the one thing I can say about it is that they were one of those people where they um, said, I love you in the first week and I'm a practical Virgo. And I went, no, you don't. (laughs) Well, that might be part of the thing, too,
0: is that I might have and I'm sure I've been friends with Gemini's over the years. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. But like it's like like nature's way or something like people who w- who are Gemini's, if they start giving off like Gemini cues, I kind of like instantly I'm like, oh, okay. And I slightly back away because I'm like, well, I don't think we're completely compatible. Like I didn't even like think about it before, but that may have come up a few yeah, times. And
1: all of these, let's also put it out there too. I mean, we're talking about like relationship p- compatibility, but this can also be friendship compatibility too. Like, I mean, I like kind of you know, we were talking once, you know, Mystic Chicken and I, about um, the signs that are your opposite, and the opposite sign to me is Pisces, and I know some lovely Pisces, but I was also best friends like for years with a Pisces, and it ended up becoming a very toxic friendship. So now I'm always just like, oh, Pisces. <laughs>
0: It's okay, anyone. Anyone who's a Pisces out there, just just give yourself a hug. It's all right. We're not talking right, exactly. About you. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and again, it's so subjective because I also have another friend who's a Pisces, and she's very lovely, and she also has a Virgo moon. So <laughs> <laughs> you're not biased. <laughs> yeah, Virgo <Team> moon, earth. <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> I think that it just makes a, it makes Virgos comfortable. Like whenever we find out that there's some Earth in somebody's chart. We're just like, huh, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> I, I know how to deal with you now.
0: <laughs> well, I also think that I might, as a Cancer, kind of drive off Geminis because I know like friends of friends who are Geminis, and I've tried to like actually engage them more. Like, I, like someone in the extend, extended family, my extended family is a Gemini, and It just would like, they get easily distracted. And I'm kind of like the slow moving turtle of the Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if you don't like, I feel like you have to have an elevator pitch sometimes if you're going to talk to a Gemini and like get all the pertinent information out in like 30 seconds and see if you can grab their attention.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) If it's not interesting enough, it's not going to make the cut because, you know, they got places to be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to bore a Gemini. That's when that badge one comes out.
0: <laughs> well, and it's scary too. Have you ever like done it where you're like talking to somebody and you're like, my God, I am boring myself. How are they even still standing here <laughs> listening?
1: I mean, my job requires a lot of small talk, so that happens pretty often. <laughs> You just go off in the weeds. Yeah. Like, it's, wow. Especially now that like there's a pandemic and I can't like talk about like, what are you doing this weekend? What did you do last weekend? Do you <laughs> have any plans tonight? I can't talk. Oh, like, <laughs> half of my small talk is gone. I have been <laughs> reduced to, so what are you watching on Netflix these days? <laughs> yeah. Did you find any cool recipes lately? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Seriously. Like, have you cooked any interesting dinners lately? <laughs> <laughs> How's your sourdough starter? Did you give it a (laughs) name?
0: I'm Friendship (laughs) Bread. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the next one is one near and dear to my heart because it is my struggle. The struggle is real. Cancer and Sagittarius. Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm actually, I'm looking at it because (laughs) I... I'm a sensitive person and yes, everything is kind of like, I I do take it to heart. And then the Sagittarians are kind of like, just can they, they can be blunt. Let's, let's be honest. Let's put it out there. Like it just, and they don't even think twice about it because it's just, they're kind of like wrapped up in other things that they're doing. It's just the emotional realm is it's a different place for them. And so like trying to navigate that, I think that's kind of like what was, Kind of the thought in having an episode like this is like, my God, like, you know, I don't know how many times people have told me over the years, like, oh, you're with a Sagittarius? That's a terrible combination.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But see you you don't know his birth chart. So his True. moon and rising is a complete mystery to you. <laughs> it's, I like maybe he's of, a cancer rising and you don't even know it. <laughs> I,
0: I found a workaround for that though. We will talk about some of those in uh, later in the episode because there's ways to kind of find out gauge gauging compatibility with one person's sun sign and one person's moon sign. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Bowie!
2: (laughs)
1: Hi Bowie!
0: (laughs) Shout out to Bowie.
1: (laughs) He is a little hungry, (laughs) a little hungry, yelling at his dad right now to hurry up and feed him. (laughs) Where the hell's my food?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, anyways, I don't know. I kind of like went off the rails for a minute. Kind me back.
1: <laughs> oh, we are talking about, um, cancers and Sagittarians.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyways, they, it's just, I, I really do feel like with fire signs, the emotional realm is different and it is kind of like, I can't believe you said that <laughs> 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 kind of often. And I mean, I, it's, understandable because like there's always this look of surprise (laughs) like i didn't know that would bother
1: you (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i I feel like water signs they just kind of like want to curl up in the bathtub and cry (laughs) and fire signs just want to burn it all to the ground
0: (laughs) well i do think that like the mitigating force in all this is my aquarius moon because it like kind of like watches from a distance this whole thing play out like the emotional cancer in me like going Aah! and the you know watching my husband go, you know, what, what? And like that objectively, I'm kind of like watching it from a distance going, huh, wonder where this is going (laughs) to (laughs) go. Where's my popcorn? This is kind (laughs) of (laughs) interesting. And I think that's the only thing, because it's that constant, like, you know, benefit of the doubt factor that I think really gives it the buffer that is needed. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so the next one, and this one I totally get. This one might be up there if we could rank them. I think that Leo and Pisces would be if not
1: at the top, very near the top. Yeah, I could I can see that. But it's also hard because like I've, you know, known friend combinations who are Leo and Pisces And I I feel like there's a certain amount of preening with both signs just in very different ways. But I mean, maybe not necessarily as a relationship, but as friends, like they can kind of feed into each other.
0: Okay. I'm trying to picture that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tell me more because I'm like still a little bit. I cuz I I think Leo I think like fiery it's all about me and Pisces is in, in emotionally it's all about me but I give to everyone else but it's in relation to how I feel about everything and I it's just it's a very it's it is kind of the same but different
1: I feel like being friends or being in a relationship with a uh, Leo makes a uh, Pisces feel special okay and they kind of they can kind of, like, you know, help to steal the spotlight in a way. Hmm. Like, they can um, they can kind of steal the shine away from Leo without them realizing it. Oh,
0: okay. Hmm. That is an interesting thing to think about.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, like... Whatever they say about Pisces, Pisces also yeah, Pisces likes the spotlight a lot. They also like for everything to be all about them all the time. Right. <laughs> it's just like you said in a very different way than Leo. Yeah. Leo is like Leo is like when the beautiful girl walks into a room and the crowds part. She opens up her hand and suddenly there's a beer in it (laughs) and just moves about in her adoring throngs all night. Where Pisces is almost the same, but just different because it's in like a darker way. Like maybe Pisces is that person only with like the grungy kids. Okay. At the yeah, like in the dark places. <laughs> <laughs> like Pisces can be the queen of the goth club.
0: <laughs> All right. I could see that. That yeah. is actually a cool way to think about it. And it kind of does like according to this, anyways, on Bustle, it, it's talking about how Pisces can have a roving eye and that they could kind of you've got the the Leos who are very loyal. And then you have the Pisces that are kind of, I, I think it's more I about to
1: say, I've never met a Leo like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that can be, but I like, got when a Leo is dating, they're just like, wait, who swiped, right?
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> Yeah, Leo. Lot to take in there, lots to process, yeah. Lots of fire, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. Leo well, a- is kind of like, I mean, they're extremely, yeah, they can be, and they can be very, very loyal friends. But I feel like in a relationship, they're like, they're super into it as long as there's that ad- adoration. And when the adoration starts to ebb away, uh, they're like, this isn't fun for me anymore. Like, who else is around to adore me? You, you, you want to adore me?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I have have the uh the list of people, <laughs> list of admirers. <laughs> and <fans. laughs> um so this one's interesting though because on one level I could see Virgo and Aries like really not being compatible because Virgo is very like kind of detail oriented and whatever and maybe a little less impulsive than an Aries and doesn't want to be as spontaneous. And then you've got like somebody who's like, let's, you know, go mountain climbing this afternoon. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, how would you feel being with an Aries?
1: Oh, I can attest to this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Personal experience. Yeah, really? no. Okay. yeah. No, my, my first love was, it was an Aries and wow. The, <laughs> yeah. My first, our first year together was amazing. You know, I mean, like just, romance, romance, romance. It was like, you know, like the whole fairy tale thing. Um, And he... He was like, just very adventurous, but it was good for me, especially at that age to be brought into like all sorts of new things. And again, not Aries rising, I wasn't opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I'm just a Virgo who likes to do a lot of research before I do new things. But, <laughs> but you know, I mean, in a way, like I, I will say that that was my research right there. So it, became, it made me very adventurous, like going forward with the rest of my life. So I will, I will give him that. But then like the year after that, like uh, it just dissolved fast because just everything became about him. Everything became walking on eggshells. Everything became like emotional labor, like back at a point in time when we didn't have those sort of terms. Oh yeah. But like by the time when that relationship ended, I was exhausted and I was like, (sighs) I don't ever want to date again. I mean, of course, eventually I did, but it took a long time to be ready for another relationship because I was just like, I, I don't want to have to like be somebody's mom again. <laughs> well,
0: they do kind of say that exact thing in here that it says if you want a tra- more traditional relationship that they can border on abusive, and yeah.
1: Mm, yep. I, <laughs> that. I, I I feel like, I mean, I don't want to necessarily put that label on it. Right. But right. I mean um, like a few years back I was rereading old journals from that time where like I was reading some stuff and I was just like, what in the ever living fuck? Why did I hang in this for so long? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know how it is. Like when you're in that type of a relationship, like it's a, a frog in a pot of boiling water. Like you don't realize you're in it until the water starts bubbling.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and they do mention also that it's actually good if you want a BDSM type of relationship.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if that's what you're into, yeah. but um,
1: again, but yeah, no. like that echoes of our of our last podcast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, things actually might have been a lot more fun, but we. Were- <laughs> If we had only known the correct terminology for certain things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just needed the right labels and everything would have worked out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like if we had had any inkling of what a safe, of what a safe word was back then, (laughs) things things might've been way more fun.
0: That sounds like the subject of another episode. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, I have so many questions to delve into with that. Okay. So the next one, the next bad combo is Libra and Virgo, which I
1: don't, I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I don't know. I might be biased because I'm a Virgo, but I've got a lot of Libra in my chart. Like I didn't realize until I looked at my birth chart, but like I am almost I am more overwhelmingly air sign Libra than I am anything else. It's just not in my yeah. big three. So,
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> well, apparently it's saying that it's better for like friendships.
1: Than romantic relationships? I mean, because what I can, from what I've heard, and I've never really, like, obviously, I've never dated a Libra, so uh, I don't know. If anyone's in the chat, you can pop up and be like, ah, Libras. But I mean, <laughs> I think that Libras can kind of be players. Oh, yeah. Okay. In general, air signs can be players. Like so, too. yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> least, yeah, Libras are, again, like, I think probably a little bit, um, like, Like Leos, except not that extreme, where they're just like, romance, flowers, bubble baths, fine dining. You're going to give these things to me? Cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there just seems to be a kind of... Yeah, we're like
1: Virgos, I feel like, you know, once the shine is off a relationship, like once the romance isn't like how it was in that first year, I mean, we're still going to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're not we're not like oh my god like you haven't bought me flowers in a month. The relationship is dead now.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's actually like the biggest thing here because the whole Libras wanting to be wined and dined and that sort of thing. And I actually my daughter's a Libra and <laughs> she has some very like specific needs sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this explains a lot. <laughs> and she's adorable. I'm gonna give a, a shout out. Hey, Libby. <laughs>
1: That's right, Libby. You you keep your sights high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but I
0: I do kind of I am impressed with her because she is she does not she has a very like specific list of requirements and she will not give in on anything and I think that that will serve her well in life. So it
1: will yeah, absolutely
0: good, good thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Virgo and Libra, though not. Yeah, because Virgo's like, hey, you know, we don't need to go out to a $200 steak dinner every couple weeks. Like, we can just, you know, order a pizza. It's all good. We love each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Lib- and then Lib- Libra's like, oh no, their romance is dead.
0: <laughs> Where has the love gone? <laughs> I'm going to uh, pass out on my fainting couch now in my silk robe and my foofy slippers. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Spray some perfume on and think about my next love.
1: <laughs> I'm in a sexy French depression. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Wow, that's what I need to remember next time I get depressed. Like, no more American depression. It is ugly, ugly.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes, ugly American depression. Sexy French depression is so much better. (laughs) Take a scented bubble bath.
0: (laughs) Cry into your champagne. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Dress yourself up just a little bit nicer because the next new person is around the corner. Well, don't the French, like, believe that you should wear your finest things all the time and, like, just to be, take care of yourself, whether you're going to the grocery store or on a date? Oh, a absolutely.
1: Party. They're an entire nation
0: of Libras. That's awesome. Yes. I wish I, I need to be Facts. like that.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at their birth chart, they're all born During Libra season, (laughs) look it up. (laughs) That simplifies things. (laughs) France. All right. We're going to start our own fake news channel. (laughs) Fake astrology news.
0: (laughs) Don't give me ideas. That actually sounds pretty cool. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we might have to create that as a side project. (laughs) Fake astrology news (laughs) on Twitter.
0: Twitter. (laughs) So the next one, I think I can actually see this one, Scorpio and Gemini.
1: I could see this working.
0: Because you need, like, this, like, (laughs) emotional depth with Scorpios. They're very intense, and there's, like, a lot happening behind the scenes. And, like, a relationship is an experience with layers. And, you know, sometimes you have to dive really deep and, like, put on all your gear and go spelunking. But like Gemini's are like, hey, let's keep the
1: party going. (laughs) 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 Londons. (laughs) no actually that's very that's very true (laughs) (laughs) and that can be fun but
0: like yeah scorpios are like where's my darkness where's the you know and i mean i get it so yeah
1: yeah exactly when things get too dark gemini's are just like how do i handle this i don't know what to do (laughs) like why are you crying here's some cake
0: Here's some kick. Well, I actually I think I just found out this week that my I think it's my deacon is in Scorpio. So that might explain why I'm like I've got kind of a dark tinge, but I can kind of relate to the whole Scorpio Gemini kind of pairing. But all right, so the next one is Sagittarius and Scorpio. And I think it probably has some of the same issues that Sagittarius and Cancer has. It's another water sign more emotional, you need more depth, you need more something. And
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And like, yeah, Sagittarians just like want to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, let's just go mountain climbing. I'll make you feel better. <laughs> Let's explore. (laughs) Yeah, and Scorpio's like, no, let's stay in and explore ourselves. (laughs) Let's explore our emotions. And Sagittarius (laughs) are like, I'm out. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I got somewhere
1: to be. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) look at the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Got mountains to climb. Wait, what? (laughs)
1: I've got mountains to climb. (laughs)
0: Yeah. This water's getting murky. I'm done spelunking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, and I'm trying to figure out if this is where they start repeating. Yeah, I think they the last three are just repetitions in the opposite order. So instead of Aries and Capricorn, it's done, done, done. Capricorn and Aries.
1: <laughs> I know, now all of a sudden we're going reverse. <laughs> I don't know why this
0: is a thing, but let's let's dive in and see. All right, so they're just taking it from the other person's perspective.
1: Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, like you're a Capricorn and you're dating an Aries, and all of a sudden, like, yeah, it's basically kind of like two tops. <laughs> 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 that yeah that never, never, never i feel like i just summed it all up
0: it's like a sword fight <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs>
0: um, uh, that's a weird thing though like when you're in the dating world and and whatever because like i could go up to somebody and be like I-, I could be your bottom
1: <laughs> i'm okay with that <laughs> um, i mean in, in certain circles that that's a pickup line <laughs>
0: And it's funny because, like, I always, I always lie to myself, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a submissive person. I like to be the submissive, you know. I have to be strong in so many other areas of my life. I want like one area where I can be more submissive, and then I realize that that doesn't really. I'm lying. I, I don't really mean it. <laughs>
1: I mean, that actually was the whole attraction of the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing and why it became like this weird cult phenomenon, especially among like, you know, married women who have kids. Because like, yeah, like when you spend your entire day just like running the show, then <laughs> in the bedroom, you just want someone else to tell you what to do. Yeah, you would think so. But apparently I can't handle that either. <laughs> That's your Aquarius moon right there that's gotta
0: be because I'm like oh hell's no <laughs> give me those handcuffs
2: uh,
1: <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> will show you how to whip someone <laughs> just like oh god you're doing it wrong oh, it's <laughs> Boring. <laughs> too much friction <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay now I'm just I'm in a weird mood I'm in a weird place today <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, you know what? We had a full moon on Saturday. Full
1: moon in Virgo. You're all very welcome.
0: I do have to thank you a moment Virgo Lass for being so Virgo because that Virgo moon it was like a reality check on my life it was like you know somebody coming in and saying like girl <laughs> you got, <laughs> got to fix <laughs> I mean and, and my daughter actually calls me girl quite a
2: bit <laughs>
0: so that's actually where I'm pulling it from but like It's just kind of that no-nonsense, I-know-what-I'm-talking-about kind of voice, and I really needed that. And so thank you, Virgo last, for being so Virgo and having me channel the wonderful energy of the Virgo moon, which was slightly (laughs) painful, but okay.
1: (laughs) I I mean, sometimes, you know, you gotta have a little pain to get (laughs) to the good stuff.
0: Oh my God. It was just, but seriously, it was like, you know how sometimes you're just getting like this constant thunk in the head, thunk, 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 thunk. And you don't know where it's coming from. And you don't even really realize it's happening until somebody like, you know, a Virgo is like, Hey, we, you you know, this person's like knocking on your head. We tell them to stop. (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah, yeah, these like invisible beings thunking on my head with all these needs and I was like, I'm done.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I mean, Virgos, we want to help, but then at a certain point in time, we're just like, okay, no, we are done. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out your shit.
0: <laughs> away from me. <laughs> <laughs> time to break out the cactus cuz you will be happy far away from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, And we're going to talk about that, too. Oh, my God. Okay, so a couple more things to cover, because I'm realizing we're trying to stay on task tonight.
1: I know. We're trying not to have another two-hour episode, people, that we have to break up into two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is how we are when we're just on the phone.
0: (laughs) Well, the thing is, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, and I will reiterate this at the end of the episode, but we are like, you know, on a going like more corporate here with our like weekly
1: schedule. Yeah, yeah, we are getting organized here.
0: <laughs> so um, we're going to be doing a weekly podcast and it's going to have each week ha- is going to have topics in a certain theme. So uh, the first week of the month is the love and relationship theme. And that is why we are doing the star-crossed lovers episode right now. First week of March. (laughs) I had to check and see, oh my God, it's March already. That's okay. All right. Go, pandemic. Uh,
1: full a year
0: coming up. <laughs> the pandemic has been like one of those what do they call those chambers where you go in and uh, the sensory deprivation chambers for your life?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my God. Yeah, that's a metaphor. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any feeling anymore. I don't yeah. even wear clothes. The only thing anymore. I can smell is lemon pledge. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you're a Virgo and you love the witchy thing. So, between the two, you'll be clean until the cows come home. <laughs> uh,
1: I wish that was true. I have ADHD and I forget things. Oh, <laughs>
0: God. Maybe it's a good checks and balances then, because you would probably drive yourself nuts with the scrubbing.
1: Yeah, those are some dumb Vir- Virgos. Huckus Virgos, don't scrub. We're too close to Leo. Someone else do that shit for us. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Um,
1: all right. So
0: we have these incompatible signs. And there's some ways to kind of talk about how you can, <laughs> I actually call them workarounds for crappy matchups with uh, incompatible signs. But I'm wondering if we should talk about these first or I just some of the different ways to explore aside from just like sun sun compatibility what other ways I know there's moon moon compatibility and there's sun moon compatibility Yeah, I think
1: we need to talk about moon compatibility. Okay. So there's Why like I mean, because when we were researching this, we found, like, moon-moon compatibility and sun-moon compatibility. Yeah. So, and, like, in this case, I actually, um, I looked up my husband's birth chart. I hadn't done this before. Like, um, just recently, we talked to his mom, and his his mom, like barely remembers like his birth. Like I, like I actually didn't believe it. And so he called his mom because I'm an only child. I know what time it was born because my mother calls me on my birthday at 9 11 PM to sing me the happy birthday song. (laughs) <laughs> That's so adorable. and the closest I could get with his mom was like I don't know I think it was sometime around 4 30 so I was like okay we're, we're just gonna go with 4 30 here <laughs>
0: guesstimate <to mean.
1: laughs> yep <laughs> so as long as this is right um my husband has a leo moon and oh. a capricorn rising this, wow yeah <laughs>
0: A powerful combination.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I was thinking, and obviously we're both Virgos. We were born five days apart. So it's actually pretty interesting because like the rest of our planets, like because the slow moving planets obviously are going to be still fixed in the sky at the same time five days later. But they're all completely aligned neck and neck. Like, so uh, we're both like Virgo Venus. And I feel like that um, really like, kind of resonates with a lot of things. Like we're, um, we're both Virgo sons. So like, we're both like very Virgo in our relationship together. But then like, I was like thinking about the whole Scorpio moon and Leo moon thing and certain aspects of our communication suddenly started to make sense to me (laughs) where, I mean, yeah, like as a s as a Scorpio moon and the moon is what rules your emotions and your inner life. That's what drives you on the inside as opposed to the outside, which is like your sun and your rising. Yeah, it's a really center. Yeah, it is your gooey center. So I mean, and like, oh, what more appropriate moon could you possibly have than Scorpio if you think about it? So yeah, my Scorpio moon, like really, like, I mean, I'm very introspective. Like I'm, like, I was actually just thinking recently about doing shadow work and then realized that I have been doing shadow work for my entire goddamn life. (laughs) Like, I mean, I have a million journals, like just lined up next to each other. I mean, when I'm going through something and I'm not under, I don't understand like what I'm feeling, I can journal it out and then be like, oh, this is why I had that response to that type of a situation. You know, like, okay, so I need to change this about myself. You know, like I, I'm very good at calling myself out where um, Virgo lad, um, he doesn't Oh my God, my cat wants to come in here so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cancer and I have things to say. <laughs> but a Leo is not very introspective. Leos like to move forward th- with things. So I re- I remember like one time when we were like having like kind of a communication and breakdown. Like I was just like, well, why can't you just like journal and then like figure out like why you feel this way? And Well, his thing is that he's a philosophy major. So all questions just lead to more questions. And that is also very much a thing. (laughs) But I mean, like most Leos that I know, like they're not very introspective. Like they don't look back. They only move forward. Like looking back is just like a waste of time to them.
0: Well, also I think with Leos, like they just are happy with their, like their work. So it's like, why question it? Like, all right, I did it. It must've been awesome. Why are we talking about this?
1: Yeah. (laughs) so yeah so i mean like i think that his um his moon is a like ironically a lot sunnier than mine i mean leo is ruled by the sun
0: (laughs) that's too funny
1: yeah so he's just like what problems
0: (laughs) (laughs) what problems well see now i need to like dive into the um <laughs> Chris's chart because I have no, I think we tried to track down his but it was a similar situation, I think with, with your husband, where it's like asking his mom like what because it's not on the birth certificate, and he was born like five years before me. So it's just uh, in another state, and it's like, ugh, all right, So which is why I then had to do the sun moon compatibility. There's a website to calculate the sun moon, and it basically has like every single combination with every other combination. It's a long, long list. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm trying to find it. Oh, there it is. The it's sastrology.com, the sun moon compatibility. But I think that you are right. The sun moon compatibility. <laughs> 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 it's so adorable um it's kind of like a last resort like if you can't get the moon of the person you're with and here's the other question well i, I will pose that in a second but anyway, sastrology.com s-a-s-s-trology
2: <laughs> um,
0: sun moon compatibility it's, It has a laundry list and so okay so this is the one I would click on sun is in Sagittarius comma moon is in cancer com- compatibility. And so that's not right either. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> like I, that's my sun sign of cancer. All right, let's go back to where's Aquarius. It's hiding. Okay. Sun in Sagittarius. So that would be the other person and then their sun sign comma your moon sign and find out how compatible you are. And that's where it gets you gets interesting but apparently for us even though topically is just sun signs we are a horrifying combination the sun moon kind of tells a different story and we are kind of adventurers together on the you know the path of life there you go <laughs> i can see that i'm also not very cuddly <laughs> like I can be cuddly and I kind of felt like self-righteous about it and then I realized I have to be in the right frame of mind kind of like a
1: cat yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) otherwise it's like "Mm." but anyways so but moon moon works better just because you're comparing your emotional and your emotional nature with the other person's emotional nature and that's kind of how you guys are going to approach (laughs) life together and so but it is you brought up kind of as we were getting ready for this episode like well what what do you do when you meet somebody and you're like um How in depth do you go to like, get any like relevant information? Like, what is your sign? What is your moon sign? What is your rising sign? Where were you born? <laughs> what time were you born? Like, what do you know about? No,
1: like, yeah. Like, how do you bring that up on a first date? Like, I mean, I think that there are even like, in like astrology, social media, like there are memes about this. <laughs> I think I saw one where like, um, you know, it's like, so, like the dull texting bubbles and someone's like, like texting his mom, asking, "Hey, mom, what time was I born?" And then the mom responds, "Stop talking to her." <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Stop talking. Yeah.
1: to her. like I've also seen like, you know, like people like on Twitter saying, "This girl asked me what time I was born, and then I never heard from her again." <laughs>
0: Oh, that's kind of sad. I mean, I think you should definitely, and they have all these disclaimers, like, you know, relationships are built on trust and communication and blah, blah, blah. You know, if you don't seem like you're compatible, you should give it a shot anyways, if you guys get along and yada, yada, yada. There are some tests that you can take to kind of figure out your compatibility um, without knowing like their signs like all of their information except maybe their sun sign i don't know oh no some of these you don't even need their sign at all it'll tell you like what types of people to go for but they were all over the map and horrible like absolutely horrible like one test told me that my best match was a libra another place said libras were a terrible match for me then somebody else said that i got what a pisces and then, oh yeah, I, I got a
1: bunch of like, yeah, I got like a bunch of like weird stuff too. Like I got <laughs> a Sagittarian and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I got like you know Capricorn, and I was like, been there, done that. Next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah. So there's although there was one thing or a couple places where there were calculators which were just terrible. But then there was like something where you could click on signs.
1: Oh, and that's another thing too, is that these things rarely ever match you up with your own sign. Like, I mean, (laughs) I could take a million of these tests and they're going to be like, oh, you should be with a Sagittarian. You should be with an Aquarian. You should be with a Scorpio. And like, but like the fuzzy sweater of a relationship for me was a Virgo.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Wait, actually, I think I have been on this site before. It's trying to. It's weird. Astrology slash zodiac slash signs dot com. You can set your can- compatibility. So, say like I'm a Cancer. So looked at Cancer, and then they have every sign laid out. And then if you click on it there's an unveiling <laughs> and it will give you scales of like how compatible you are on different things. So, okay. Sexual and intimacy compatibility. We got a whopping 40%. <laughs> <laughs> On trust, one percent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, communication and intellect, sixty percent. So I'll consider that a win. There, there are emotions, ten percent. All right, I got. I think that one pretty much <laughs> hit the nail on the head. Uh, cancer and Sagittarius values forty five percent. They have shared activities. A, a sad five percent. And a summary. So overall, twenty seven percent
1: so much fun. Uh, Well, that's the thing, too, is that um, I know a friend of mine recently said how in Chinese, like Zodiac and spirituality and everything, you're actually trying to seek out, like, your opposite. So, uh, yeah, because you're trying to seek out what you lack. So that's why, I mean, I feel like in um, American Zodiac, we're just always, or Western or whatever you want to call it, like, we're always just like, oh, you have to. Seek out like something that's compatible with you. Like I think that I saw something about how, like you said, um, water and fire, the water puts out the fire, (laughs) earth and fire, the fire scorches the earth. So all that compatibility, but at the same time, you're also, if you're like a very watery person, then you might need some fire to just kind of like rev you up. Or if you're a very fiery person, you absolutely need some earth to ground you.
0: True. That is so true. Oh, this is interesting. Virgo and Virgo, are are you curious?
1: Oh, yes. Tell me.
0: (laughs) Sexual and intimacy compatibility, 30%. (laughs) But it does say creativity is key. So I'm sure that, you know, you guys make it work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing, too, is that, like, again, it can be so subjective because (laughs) I've also heard that... I mean, one of the key words for Virgos is sensuality, and Ooh. like astrology, uh, Twitter agrees that Virgos are the biggest freaks in the sheets. So, <laughs> so suck it, Leo. <laughs>
0: Fires burn out fast. (laughs) Uh, We just don't go around talking about it. I'm I'm just stirring the pot. (laughs) That's what I do. But uh, anyways, no, Virgo, uh, you guys actually got some pretty high marks on a number of categories. Uh, Trust, uh, 99% for communication and intellect.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Values, 80%. um, Emotions, 25%. Uh, but overall, 65%. So I would consider that a win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got the Virgo Venus thing going on for us, too. But yeah, again, but if you're going by our moon signs, not a match at all.
0: Ooh. Yeah. There's so many ways that you can. And that's, you almost need to like really, really dig deep with both of your charts and, and spend, you know, days or weeks or months analyzing them. And at that point, maybe there's other ways. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you either know you don't. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so if you are with a sign that is kind of known as being incompatible, we have some things to try. Actually, it's quite a list because I, I really worked on I I checked a number of sources and then I kind of thought about my own life, (laughs) which is how I added the uh, bullet point of alcohol.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bullet point of alcohol.
0: (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so some workarounds for crappy matchups. There are a number of them. I will try to go quickly, but uh, communication, huge. And that actually could be said for any relationship. If you don't have good communication, it will end up in the toilet pretty quickly. I don't know.
1: Hmm. So that's that's absolutely true. Like communication. I mean, you can't have a long-term relationship without good communication. You can have like everything else. But if you don't have the communication, then it's not going to work. It's just a booty call it's
0: just a booty call. Now, here's an important one that I came across. And I think that uh, it's it's one that makes a lot of sense delegate. So if you are kind of with a sign that does things a completely different way, pick your battles or divide things up, you know, whether it's household responsibilities, or just life in general and say, Okay, you're dealing with the finances, I will deal with, you know, this other thing or what, however you break it up. But like, know your strengths and your weaknesses on both sides and just kind of like divide the labor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like if you're an earth side, like if you're a Capricorn and you're dating an Aries, so like the Capricorn, you're going to be, you can balance the books. And if you're the Aries, you can like make all of the phone calls to talk to people about, yeah. <laughs> about making appointments and stuff like that and talk to strangers. You Get can, the
0: yard work done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's always things. Um, yeah, you
1: can plan the vacations. <laughs> so
0: another and thing you're planning me- date
1: night <laughs> oh
0: that would be nice i would mm-hmm. like to delegate that one all right um uh, you're married to
1: a sagittarian you have to be adventurous enough to plan a date night
0: there is no planning it's a fire sign so it's like let's go out let's do this let's uh, yeah
1: you're like- right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that makes it harder <laughs> it's
0: Well, but he's an easygoing, like, so as fire signs go, he's, like, the easygoing one, like, I just want to have fun, you know, like, no real commitments kind of thing. So it's just like, let's go somewhere and eat something good. Okay, well, I can work with that. Let's go somewhere and drink. All right. Um, But if it's something that I actually want to do, I have to like source it out ahead of time and buy tickets and like put it on the calendar and say a million times, we're doing this next Friday. We're doing it. We're going there. Now, obviously not in this environment, but you know, that is what we're doing. And they still have the time kind of like forgets. And then I have to remember we had this thing where we're going to go for this psychic experience. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are going.
1: (laughs) life married to a cancer
0: (laughs) i have dragged him to so many metaphysical things that he really would rather not have gone to (laughs) but he doesn't complain so i'll give him that Um, (laughs) and i do always say like well you don't have to go with and then he's kind of like i don't know if it's because he's curious or if he's like no it's not that big a deal but yeah always goes so there it is secretly curious yeah. <laughs> so the next thing is be positive. If things can be taken two ways, give the benefit of the doubt, because if your communication or emotional styles are different, um, sometimes some the other person can be blunt or seem uncaring or maybe just say things in a way that you wouldn't take as like some people like take things as a challenge where the other person is just that's just the way they say things. <laughs> right <laughs> so if that's like you know say Aries with a Virgo or something like a Virgo just says something like anything and the the Aries is like what were you trying to control me <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you can't
0: pin me down like that all right that's that I can't think about next week right now <laughs> Okay. So, but the other side of the coin is if there are problems in the relationship or you are kind of experiencing something problematic, acknowledge it and actually face it. Don't just kind of sweep it under the rug because that won't work well either
1: nope it never does I mean you try and try you smash it down into your stomach where all the stress lives (laughs) (laughs) you jam it way down
0: (laughs) Uh Uh, well and this comes up a lot with say a fire sign and a water sign because the fire signs like la 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 everything's fine everything's great and the water sign is like we need to have a talk. There are feelings. I'm, not, I'm feeling underappreciated because of these things. And they're like, what? I didn't even realize that was a thing.
2: It's a thing. It's totally a
0: thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And I've been sitting here wallowing about it for the last week and a half, wondering where our
1: relationship was going. <laughs> See, with with Earth and Fire, it's more like, we have to have a talk. <laughs> I've been thinking <laughs> about things.
0: Sometimes there's not even a talk. It's just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm out of here. And then they go off and they, they like get drunk and you can't like reach them on their phone for like, you know, five hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, Okay, so then the next one, if you are with an inca- incompatible sign and you want to make the relationship work, the next thing you can try is dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It's actually kind of, I don't know if it's a cop out. give each other space.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that works with like certain people, but like I mean imagine like imagine trying to like you know tell a Pisces that <laughs> you need to have some space.
0: they will get very upset and wonder if they're breaking getting broken up with or something
1: oh god or a leo oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean i think
0: space could depending on who the signs are that are together space could mean different things it could mean um you know working on giving somebody the time to pursue their hobby in the garage while you're doing something in you know the living room for a couple hours and, and in another kind of situation it could be let the person go take you know they're going to go on a camp out with their friends for several days i think it yeah. depends yeah, yeah actually
1: actually okay if when posed like that that actually makes sense because i mean Couples, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you need to, like, just be joined at the hip all the time, you know? I mean, like, if, yeah, like, if the fire sign wants, yeah, if the fire sign wants to go camping, then, like, go ahead and let him, let him, like, you know, like, or her, you know, like, our, yeah, if your Leo sign needs to, like, go out and on the town and be fabulous, like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, just let them without like there being like a stupid amount of jealousy and, and insecurity. It's all in the end. Like sometimes just about letting go of your own insecurities about like what's the other person doing? Are they going to text me a million times? And obviously, like, you know, in the pit of your stomach, if something is off, you know, like, you know, you know, when someone is just like actually avoiding you. And that's not cool. But like, if they're just like someone, if they're just going out for like a night out with their friends, like, don't make it a big deal. Like, it's actually a good thing. You know, like, I mean, it's not healthy to only be each other's worlds. Very
0: true. I think it only becomes an issue if like, they're working late every night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then you find some interesting receipts in their pocket from like, you know, away going what
1: what's going on hey ladies have you ever had your man go away for a business and come back with a tan <laughs> is that a reference to something i'm like what? you call yourself generation x <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm the worst I suck.
0: i am not a good gen x representative <laughs> oh my gosh so <laughs> the other thing is resisting being overly critical? Oh, okay.
1: oh, yeah, it was things that make the song if any of you who are like you know Gen X like our friend My- mystic chick or who <laughs> are millennials or is especially gen Z, go look up things that make you go hmm <laughs> Oh wait, Virgo last, what are you drinking? Oh tequila and Lacroix. What I is know me- I, ve- I veered away from whiskey. Okay, well, wait, what type of tequila? I, I just got like um, a tequila from Trader Joe. <gasps>
0: oh, I was thinking of their vodka. They have a very cheap and yet wonderfully worthy potato vodka for like $12.99. Shout out to Trader Joe's.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is just like, yeah, this is just like a middle of the road tequila. Um, 20 bucks for a giant bottle. Wait, and did it say doing... what,
0: type, what color or whatever?
1: Oh, it's like an amber.
0: Okay. Fairness. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got a blue one to try.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I feel like I haven't had tequila since like everything shut down. So I was like, oh my God, this tastes like nights out. Uh,
0: Well, one time I didn't have tequila for a long time after I went to a wedding in Cancun and I did shots of tequila all night. And then I started acting like a chicken and squawking and pretending to lay eggs in the sand. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That is extreme. (laughs) It was awesome.
0: (laughs) I don't know how many eggs I laid. I felt it the next day. (laughs)
2: You (laughs) you
1: felt those eggs. (laughs)
0: No, I, I had a slight headache, um, but it was worth it. I think. <laughs> no, the next day I think I went to Chichen Itza, so I was like out in the sweltering heat and beating down sun all day.
1: Oh, <laughs> <It was> perfect! <laughs> I'm just sweating it all out. <laughs> oh
0: my god, um, that's going to be a whole nother episode. Because uh, powerful places, because I actually like it was an amazing experience being at Chichen Itza and just kind of like where I ended up feeling the energy was like totally different than where I expected to feel the energy. So we will have to definitely explore that kind of thing in another episode.
1: Oh, Can you imagine someday if we're allowed to like travel again and we can take the show on the road like we like go and like spend a weekend like salem massachusetts or something oh my god that is like the most awesome
0: idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean and we don't have to like okay so i don't know how many people out there i i had done um i had done a podcast in the same vein about a decade ago and the the, all the technology was way worse back then and you were relying basically on just skype and skype is so patchy
1: oh god i can only imagine what it was like 10 years Uh, ago
0: oh my gosh and i i was trying to recover some of my old episodes for um posterity and i realized they like changed up their blog talk radio changed up its uh platform like how they were storing information and like they're inaccessible now like they're listed they act like they'll play and they won't play so I'm like that's sad Yep, (laughs) I feel sad now but a warning would have been nice an email perchance yeah right (laughs) but anyways we have like so much to like go over like i i'm just like so thrilled with the possibilities of happy hour with mystic chick we got so many things to do but i love the road trip idea and um i think we should still i'd like to possibly do one at bachelor's grove cemetery one of the most haunted places at least in illinois so that could be fun and the gate which is another um very haunted place in illinois uh would be kind of fun to meet up at and possibly do a show from there so lots of lore around the gates.
1: you're the one who is spiritually sensitive i am not so i'll just like watch you and (laughs) see how you react i will observe like a proper scientific virgo (laughs)
0: i actually uncovered a reason why i might actually be as sensitive with that stuff as i am and we'll delve into that in another show but i was really kind of surprised but it makes a lot of sense so yeah um all right. So we have a few more things on the list. I know we're trying to like stick to the hour. It's a work in progress. I think that getting on our weekly schedule now, shout out to weekly. Yay. Yay. So everybody out there, um, we'll, we will aim for Tuesdays at 5.30. Sometimes it might be Mondays at 5.30. Sometimes it might be five o'clock on a Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we are aiming for Tuesdays at 5.30. Yes. And, uh, if you follow uh, me on Twitter at chick underscore mystic or Virgo last on Twitter, uh, Virgo, what is your handle? Lass Virgo,
1: no underscore.
0: <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> we post, uh, we we tweet about upcoming episodes. And so you can kind of get the links from there. You can follow me on Podbean, follow me a bunch of other places. So cued into live episodes that way. Mm-hmm. But Anyways, so that we are going to a weekly format instead of every other week. And so we are trying to keep our episodes shorter down to about an hour. It is now 70 minutes in. We are almost done, though, with this list.
1: All right. We're making it through. We're making it through. (laughs) We're
0: we're doing it. All right. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, if you are with an incompatible sign and you want to make it work, these are some workarounds that we've been talking about to kind of help make that happen. Resist being overly critical, which we might've brought up, but in uh, this kind of goes back to kind of, if things can be taken two ways, give the benefit of the doubt, but don't, you know, come out with the the claws out right away. Just try to, you know, gently navigate, especially if you are with somebody with a completely different communication style. It's a, a little bit of a ginger thing until you kind of realize where they're coming from. And, and that takes a little
1: bit of time. Yeah. I mean, some signs are better with time than others. <laughs> Some signs just go downhill. They just get uglier and uglier.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> That's That could be another episode, too, because there's just yeah. so much.
1: Yeah, and, and I would say, like, it isn't just like air and fire versus like earth and water all the time (laughs) i mean dystopian type of like war situation exactly like i mean i think that um yeah like maybe sagittarians have a lot more patience than leos do where leos are like i want what i want when i want it bitch (laughs) <laughs> the language. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And I think that maybe Scorpios are a lot better with like um timing than say like a Pisces.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I I know my sister is a Scorpio and she has like, you know, and and she used to be like, you know, in the administrative realm. And you set a time for something, and you—that's the time. And you know, I'm a cancer. <laughs> I'm all watery with my time, <laughs> just kind of losing down the road like I'm. I'm time closer. is a river.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's I. I kind of approach things in the about realm, so I don't. I'm never. I never make anyone wait like, you know, hours. Never, never, never. And I will, if I'm running really super late or something's going wrong, I make sure to keep up communication ahead of time. But I do kind of have a 15 minute window here <laughs> where it's like, all right, say seven. If I get there by 7.15, I'll count that as a win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then again, like, I mean, as much as we talk about astrology, there's always like, other factors that are intrinsically about you that make you the way that you are. Like I'm a Virgo. So you would think that I'm, you know, very like strict about time. And I said 12 o'clock and you know, it's going to be 12 o'clock and that's just that. And that's not true because I have ADHD. So always expect me 10 to 20 minutes late.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of mitigating just factors. Yeah,
1: that's just how it is. If I show up on time, it took a hell of a lot of effort for me to get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it depends on the situation too, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Sometimes if you're an introvert and you're having to go to like a big celebration or something, it takes you longer to get there because you're kind of freaking out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because like once you're there, you like being there, but it's just like, the getting ready, and you're just like, Oh, I have to be there in a half hour, and I haven't gotten ready, and I don't want to take oh. off my sweatpants, and I don't want to go. And why do we have to go? <laughs> but then, like, you make yourself, and then you're like, Oh, this is super fun. I'm so glad I went. <laughs> I've,
0: I've fallen into the, that camp before. <laughs> yep. I'm like, Man, I'm so cozy. Mm-hmm. But then you get out and have fun. So, which brings up alcohol as another way <laughs> to kind of, uh, get the the wheels in motion with two two different signs kind of working on the same railroad or god this is a terrible analogy maybe a car working
1: on the same railroad (laughs) laying down the tracks for the rest of your life oh my god the tracks to your future it's better than a coal mine analogy <laughs> <laughs> very true very true like who's the canary
0: <laughs> you're gonna spend the rest of your life in a dink dank, musty hole that's gonna eventually kill you <laughs> you'll never see the light of day and yeah Yeah. Okay. So anyways, alcohol, uh, the next one, separate interests. So you don't have to like be the same person. You don't have to wear the matching outfits. There are couples out there like that. I wish I could be like that. I cannot be like that. If I dressed like my significant other, I would be walking around like the human equivalent of a Brownie sensible shoes earth See, tone clothes
1: Ugh. when you were a grown up goth it gets more tricky because you have <laughs> such a limited palette of what you even wear like, usually like most goths that I know they have like it's it's all black so just right there you're always matching because you're always wearing black yeah. <laughs> but like maybe you'll have like one color that you wear like it might be red it might be purple it might be something in between red or purple you know maybe <laughs> I don't know it might it might it might even be pink but it's like very like laser bright pink (laughs) but yeah no there have been times where I because mine is red so like I'll put on like a all-black outfit but with a red top and then don't realize until like we're out on the town that Lat. Is wearing a red t-shirt with his black jeans, and then we look at each other, and then we're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and then there have been times too where, like, you know, he's put on his red t-shirt, and I look at him, and I was like, "No, I'm wearing red tonight. You have to change." <laughs> well, the other girl, go, part- go put on the threadless shirt with the with the clown throwing up rainbows into the toilet. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen
0: that one. Was that? Oh yeah,
1: time or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, oh, that's a, there is a very popular one. <laughs> that's a classic.
0: But uh, the other problem is that if you have a significant other and you've been together for a a lengthier period of time, the chances of you picking out a lot of their wardrobe by that point. So you pick out the things for the other person that you usually would wear for yourself and then you do end up like double minting by accident quite a bit.
1: Oh, I can see that being a thing for like same-sex couples. I mean, because then it's like, do you... Do you even have your own clothes or their own clothes? Like, it's all just like clothes.
0: Yeah. Well, I know I do it with with, even with Chris. Like, I I like, okay, so I'm not, I feel kind of schizophrenic in my dressing. Some days I'm goth. Some days I'm kind of grunge. Some days I, there are no words for what I am. But I, I like military so, like, I'm either, like, dressed like I am, like, gearing up to, like, assassinate zombies or that, you know, I'm going all black and I'm ready to, like, you know, do some witchery or whatever it is. Like, and I'm totally happy. Whatever frame of mind I'm in, I'm, like, slapping on the fishnets, like, you know, going all the way with the the little skull things and whatnot. I'm, I'm happy. But, yeah, those days, if I'm wearing, like, military green... Was there a chance that I perchance, you know, bought a military green shirt? For my significant other. Yeah. And is he wearing it today? Yeah. And are either one of us gonna change? No, it is too late for that.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> that window has passed, <laughs> the window is closed. yeah
0: But I always feel ridiculous. And I don't know if it's just a hang up of mine. Like, I don't wanna dress like any, like I don't want to do the oh, couple. Oh no, again.
1: it, it has th- it's a thing. I remember one time, like, yeah, Virgo and Loud and I were just walking down the street like you know wa- like late at night going back home after like seeing some friends and somebody like yells out of a passing card yeah i like to dress up like a twin too and, <laughs> and we looked at each other and we were like oh crap we're <laughs> dressed like we did not realize it all night long <laughs> There's got, we got to invent
0: solutions for that. Like reversible shirts, <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: right? Change the color
0: instantly. You can save it. Save your night. <laughs> you won't be mocked. <laughs> Spare yourselves. Um, <laughs> all right. So back to the list. If you are with an inappropriate sign,
1: <laughs> back to the
0: list. I need to like, I need to drink more. I'm actually drinking. I hate to say it. I'm drinking apricot apricot flavored lacroix which i will be kind of adding some thank you for the suggestion tequila to after after uh, we finish up here because mama needs some booze okay. <laughs> i could not have alcohol sooner because i had coffee too late and that is kind of a gross combination unless you're doing the baileys thing
1: exactly yes baileys so, forever Bailey,
0: <laughs> baileys forever that's like a tattoo
1: <laughs> i mean that, that would be like you know a really lame tattoo or a biker gang. <laughs> I, I remember when my oh yeah like here we go are going off on tangents but i remember my um brother-in-law when he first started drinking he was like oh i really like baileys and you know he, he told like to uh, my best friend who works at bars who's a bartender like oh I'll go to your bar and hang out like if you have baileys and she went Oh, that's not drinking sweet pea. <laughs> I think you learned how to drink whiskey after that.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like uh, if you're drinking peach schnapps, if you're drinking apple pucker, if you're drinking tequila rose, I'm sorry, you're not
2: drinking.
1: <laughs> Someone left a jug of um, peach schnapps at a party once, and we tried giving it to a homeless person, and they refused. <laughs> They're like nah, <laughs> and went back to sleep. Oh my god! I'll hold out for something better. <laughs> Not even the homeless want it. <laughs> I see a,
0: somebody. Uh, somebody in the chat says they have a lot of questions. Feel free to ask uh, oh, yes, put, put a question in the chat, or you could call in. I know we're wrapping up, but like you know, we we've got yeah, a couple we'll minutes. We'll still hang
1: for our questions. yes we're here definitely. For you.
0: Um, We are here for you. So yeah, we are talking about star cross cross lovers. It doesn't have to be related to that. But it is just people whose relationships are not technically with compatible signs. And we are trying to get through a list right now, which we are two thirds done with about how you can kind of make it work if your signs are incompatible. uh, Besides alcohol, (laughs) alcohol.
1: Oh, oh yes. And for uh, symbolized tales, um, one of us is drinking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will be better next episode. I've had a my brain has been working all day. (laughs) It was a brain day. Uh, Separate living spaces. So I don't know if this is actually a cheater, (laughs) like kind of thing. (laughs) Well, actually, if you are with somebody who is more prone to cheating, this would probably just enable them more. (laughs) But. Separate living spaces might give, I don't know, I suppose especially a long distance relationship if you really care about that person and you want to like still be with them maybe it would work out that way.
1: Yeah. Again, all about communication and sometimes the best way to make an incompatible sign work is just to lean into what makes them fiery or watery or airy or earthy, you know, just like no like know that that's that thing about them. Like, I mean, I think that uh, my communication with Virgo lad definitely like expanded a lot once I realized that he isn't introspective in the way that I am introspective. You know, like um, it was just like okay. So when he said like, "Oh, I'm a philosopher, ma- philosophy major," so um, all questions just lead to more questions. I was like, "Okay, okay, I can work with that." <laughs> drives my scorpio self crazy for my scorpio moon <laughs> but, but, but like yeah let's work with it
0: yes so yeah boundaries boundaries is another one set your boundaries and then you know it's you kind of know where the other person stands and you know what lines that you can cross and which ones are just either going to set the person off or just not not a good use of your time also anger management <laughs> There are some signs that they're incompatible because they are prone to fighting. (laughs)
1: And they like it.
0: (laughs) It can be, it can be quite erotic to kind of get yourselves worked up. I just saw Buffy and Spike with that situation. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to admit it was pretty hot. I, I have done it myself in past relationships, which were slightly toxic, but the sex was, I have to say pretty, pretty darn good passion but anyways so that's the problem though you've got all these hormones and like you have needs and sex can be really awesome but sex is not a relationship and sex is not a marriage sex is a lovely lovely experience
1: yes now you experience
0: (laughs) it's an experience you would hope it's a way of communicating love to each other blah 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 but you can't, you know, have a relationship built around sex. It will crumble eventually.
1: Oh, so we're getting a question from Sean here. Um, I have, he says, I have really bad social anxiety, just can't be around people. And someone just suggested I'm an empath, but I'm not good at reading people's emotions. Any ideas on this or how signs are involved with this? I, I guess first I would ask, um, so Sean, what's your sign?
0: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll give him a minute. <laughs> Aries.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, yeah. So I could see that. Like um social anxiety, and that could even come from some other part of your chart. But yeah I do your think moon that, sign would yeah. probably
0: be a good place to start.
1: Yeah. Um Aries. Um, but yeah, I, I from what I can tell, like I've never met an Aries who's like really an empath. I mean, it, it can happen. Because obviously, like, I mean, we're talking strictly astrology. We're not talking about therapy here. Um, We're like, we're not therapists. Like that's something that you should talk with to talk about to a professional. We're talking strictly about astrology. (laughs) But um, like Aries is more like can be a little like not necessarily self-centered, but just like not tuned into other people's emotions. They're too fiery for that. There's just a ring of fire around them all the time. And so they can't really, like, get into, like, what other people are feeling. I mean, if they can just, like, go get into, like, what they're, they themselves are feeling, like, that's a win.
0: <laughs> I think that, okay, so we're talking, like, moon signs. I don't know if you know about moon signs or not, but moon signs are your emotional nature. And so you could be a fire sign on the outside. And this could be part of the conundrum is if you have a water... Uh, And it's not always water signs that are, they're typically the most psychic, but um, there are a lot of other signs like Libras who are actually very tuned into people. But I would check what your moon sign is. And um, the the big three that you want to look at in your chart are your sun, moon, and rising signs. And they can give you, you know, a lot of helpful information. But it could be one of those situations where your fire sign is kind of... Frustratingly buffering your emotional side. And so you have all these feelings about how to do things, but your actions are kind of there's like a a disconnect between your feelings and your actions.
1: Yeah. Also, um, I'm just going to say that I also have like social anxiety and it used to be so much worse when I was younger. And I mean, just like taking astrology out of it, like, you know, for the moment. like it was all sorts of other factors involved, but, um, I also don't necessarily, I mean, I feel like I'm in tune to other people, but I don't necessarily like call myself an empath. Like, I mean, mystic chick, is the empath. The thing that I, <laughs> the thing that I discovered about myself were like, you know, I, um, it felt like it fit is that I'm a grounder. So I am the person that empaths flock to when they're full of emotions and they can't take it anymore. And I'm just like, it's all going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. We're like, you know, we're all like, (laughs) yeah, everything's going to, we're going to get through this together. And I think that actually comes from me having so much social anxiety in my life where is that i've been in so many uncomfortable situations that i strive to uh, like not make other f- people feel that way like i strive to make people feel as comfortable in a situation as possible
0: yes yes you do i love your grounding <laughs> <laughs> i feel so grounded i'm a big yeah i so i am i am definitely uh, i'm an empath and I'm other things, but uh, I feel all the feels. I feel everybody's feels, and and it's just, if you don't handle things properly, um, it can get all wonky. I don't know, it also depends on your age. If you are under 20, um, then you are living through your rising sign. So it's that adds another layer of confusion sometimes. But if you are looking to kind of get in touch with that empathic kind of stuff and kind of uh, be able to have it come out in a way that is useful and that you can kind of communicate with it, doing some things to kind of ground yourself, some grounding meditations, some protective meditations where you protect, you envision a sphere of light around you and that only good things can come through Um, and make sure you kind of put that sphere of light around you every day when you get up. Also, um, kind of working with some different divinatory tools, especially like oracle cards or anything that you're drawn to in that realm. There's all kinds of things that, you know, people experiment with uh, besides tarot cards, which um, I have read for 20 years. But, you know, I work with pendulums, runes, God, so many things, uh, dowsing rods, Crystals, I, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, there's so many.
1: And crystals are also a great way to ground yourself during the day. If you can just kind of like tune into the energy of a crystal. And sometimes that's basically just sort of like sitting and get with a crystal in your hand and getting into a meditative st- a meditative state, you know, just like, you know, kind of like getting to know your crystal and the energy that lives within it. And then when you, if you like keep it in your pocket all day, then that sort of grounds you in like those really socially anxious situations.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and also if you have the opportunity to go to a metaphysical shop or anything like that, or even on Amazon, if you browse, if you can go into a physical store, take your hand and kind of wave it over the different types of crystals and kind of see what you're drawn to. Because usually those are things that like, you know, balance out things that need healing in your body or things that you've been struggling with. But the more you practice with divinatory tools, especially like I would say Oracle cards are kind of the gateway drug. Like they are the easiest to use and they give you like instant benefits. Um, And
1: they're also, I think, nice for somebody who has a lot of anxiety because the uh, tarot cards can sometimes kick your ass, (laughs) (laughs) like they can tell you things that are just going to increase your anxiety throughout the day, but an Oracle card is going to be like, Hey, here's a hug. It's all going to be okay.
0: (laughs) Well, it depends on the deck you pick, but pick a nice deck. That's nice to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's some (laughs) tell it like it is ones out there that are a little bit mean (laughs) unless you like that sort of thing. (laughs) If you want to be kind of pushed around. so. Yeah, I mean, but oracle cards. So I don't know if you know the difference, but tarot cards are are a different thing than oracle cards. And you feel feel free to explore tarot if if that's what you feel drawn to. Um, it takes a while to kind of learn learn them. There is a learning curve because there are seventy eight cards. You have meanings for whether the the card is right side up or upside down. It's a hundred and what. 50, 60 meanings, I don't know. But it's it takes some time to learn if you do it that way. Some people don't read the reverse, but I don't know. Uh, but Oracle cards are just decks where you ask, what do you need in your life right now? And you shuffle it and you you pick a card and you flip it over and that's the message for the day. And that's okay. it.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, Sean is also saying that um, he's just trying to figure out who he is. And uh, if you can ask... Know your mom or whoever. um, What time you were born? Then you can figure out your birth chart, and that can really illuminate a lot of aspects of your life. You know, like um, I discovered that I'm an Aries rising, and an Aries is someone who likes to fight. And I'm just like, wait, but I don't like to fight. Like, where's that coming from? And then I found out that I have my Mars, which is the ruler of Aries, is in Libra. Who is like does not like to fight. Like Libra is just all about like um kind of just kind of smoothing things over. So it's like yeah. and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> so I mean, there's that, there's also your like Enneagram number, there's also um numerology, there's also um, Okay, wait, wait, whether wait, wait, your, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, like your Myers Briggs
0: and all of that. I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna go out against Myers Briggs. I know, like people are gonna hate me. (laughs) I'm like, so because I'm I'm an industrial psychologist by trade. So I kind of I actually worked with personality tests and administered amount personality tests. And there's something that is called the Big Five personality factors and. Judging, like, if you measure those things, you actually get results that are way more telling. Um, the The Myers-Briggs was actually developed by two people, two women, which, uh, like, they were just, like, a mom and a daughter, like, hanging out going, like, let's develop a test. And everybody loves it, but it's really not valid or reliable, so... <laughs>
1: Girl, we're talking about astrology here. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. How many people had to work a
0: a cognitive ability? hotline <laughs> okay <laughs> just Amazing. raise your hands all right i had a lot of panicked people going oh my gosh the
1: iq test said this what do we do <laughs> no true. it's true okay. those Meyer Briggs things can like that's the thing is that myers Briggs can change all the time like i remember um like virgo lad took one and i was like what that's not like you at all but it was because he took it while he was like on lunch at work so he was in work mode <laughs> oh, and then God. like Home life, Virgo lad, is totally different, and you know I have like a t- like I bounce between INFP and ISFP. So, I mean, but like that's the thing is that like with astrology with the stars i mean it there's only change. one answer you're yeah exactly you're, you're sun, born. the end <laughs> yes
0: oh and so anyways if you are looking to find out more information about your your uh astrology charts there's a lot of places if you like just do a search online you can type in your information and then you can get a chart for free at a lot of places yeah so.
1: exactly cafe astrology uh, if you actually download um there's a a an astrologer named uh chani nicholas um c h a n i and she has an app now and you can pay for the entire thing it's like 12 bucks a month or there's a free version as well and it's going but it's still going to let you fill out your chart and tell you what your chart is and everything and uh it's like a really quick and easy way to do it but like uh she will tell you like how the moon is affecting you? How the sun is affecting you? How Mercury is affecting you? So I highly recommend it. C H A N I. Um, if you have an iPhone, it's free. And if you have an Android, you're out of luck until they make one for Android. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> or I'll share the website okay. too. You. you just go on your computer. <laughs> Um
0: so yeah there there are a lot of ways to kind of like get the information I think a lot of things in metaphysics are different pieces of the same puzzle and <laughs> I've got Android too. I feel your pain. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Go keep talking about that app. (laughs) I'll just sit in the corner and twiddle
1: my thumbs. and
0: look sad.
1: Uh, On her, on her, like, you know, actual, if you Google her, you'll find her actual um, web website as opposed to the app.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And even Twitter. I mean, she's got, she is always tweeting on on Twitter and she shares some really cool stuff too. But uh, but anyway, so different me- methods of divination are going to give you different pieces of the puzzle. But you also have to definitely, it's a combination of meditation and experimentation. So you meditate, you get your, you meditate on getting your psychic protection. You meditate on kind of going on different journeys and exploring other realms that way because it, it helps you kind of like, disengage from the body and and it's a practice and so when you are kind of walking around just in everyday life um you are able to kind of sense other things and other dimensions much easier because it's like you've been working out like lifting weights doing whatever you go to lift the the heavy thing and you're like oh this is easy like it just makes it um way more doable so it's uh yeah yeah <laughs> That's all I got, <laughs> but everything is so, and it's also fun. Like, if you, I've done this. Like, I've actually, I, I've read cards for events, like tons of events. <laughs> I've read cards at nightclubs with the, the booming music and everything but I've done a couple tween birthday parties
1: <laughs> oh fun and they're so
0: fun like we would play like you know how big is your aura oh my god that is a fun game <laughs> you use like divination rods and like you just keep walking towards the person and some people who are introverted like their their auras are much tighter
1: but I, and <laughs> I wrap my aura super tight Well. <laughs> <super tight.
0: laughs> also is like confidence so like my dog uh who just passed gabe shout out to oh, gabe i still work with him in other realms we have a great relationship but it was very hard with him passing but like he was an alpha dog like so alpha that he alphaed the dog park like he would break up dog fights he would like refuse to play and just watch everything else that was going on like He was really incredible, but he was also kind of a dick.
2: (laughs) And so playing
0: with the trying to find his aura, it took up the whole room. Like It was just like, I'm just going to stop now. I walked like in the doorway. I'm like, all right, I'm done. But one of the things you can do to kind of get in touch with like where you're at is to color, (laughs) to do those little coloring sheets and figure out like after you color the entire picture, figure out like what the dominant colors are, because those will tell a story too of like what chakras are dominant at the time or like where you need healing or things like that. So there's all different ways to kind of get information.
1: I'm a goth. There is only red and purple. <laughs> only root, only root chakra. Oh, <laughs> a root and crown. <laughs> oh, well, you got it all in <laughs> Oh my god!
0: But yeah, so I mean, I the the chakras can be. There's a lot going on with those, and it, it was, and we
1: and we will talk more about chakras in future shows too. And we're all we will also eventually have some shows where mystic chick will do some tarot card readings. So definitely stay tuned for those.
0: Oh, those will be a good time. I I love doing those. Uh, So anyways, just remember um, acknowledge if your values are different, that's a good thing. Um, Make sure to, Kind of, if you're not really good with empathy, there's, you know, practice empathy. It, it is a practice. You know, you can learn it. <laughs> it is a thing. Unless you have a personality disorder, you can learn empathy, uh, respect. In uh, feng shui, which we will, uh, we're actually going to devote a whole episode to feng shui, at least one episode. Uh, but you can use some feng shui to actually mitigate power imbalances in the relationship, enhance communication, and other things. So that is definitely something to explore.
1: All right, so I think that we need to wrap this up before we hit two hours again. Remember when we said we were only going to do this for an hour? We tried so hard, but you know we what? Tried. There's a lot it's to say in the, in the world of sh- psychology. This is
0: called shaping behavior. So it is one one hour and forty two minutes in. It it is not two hours. So we're going to give ourselves a pat on the back, and All next right. time. We will aim for an hour and a half and work it backwards, work it, work (laughs) it. And, and we will be at an hour. Eventually we can do this.
1: Someday we can do this.
0: Go team. All right. (laughs) So on that note, any other closing thoughts, uh, going to weekly format, hopefully we'll
1: (laughs) be an hour long. (laughs) Maybe that's a pipe dream. I don't know. Uh, So, uh, what is going to be we don't have to tell like what we're going to be doing next week but i think that what like next week is going to be manifestations oh the
0: theme of next week uh hang on i'm checking the google doc cuz we're so organized we're so we're so fancy with this all right um there it is boom <laughs> sorry <laughs> All right, so manifestation, you are so awesome. And then uh third week of the month is witchery related topics. And fourth is kind fourth week of the of the month is kind of open-ended. But we will have themes for each week of the month. Yes. So good times. Good times.
1: (laughs) And also I want to say that if you like us, you know, um smash that like button as the kids say and like we are we are not making any money off of this this is labor of love we are um not advertising people only find out about us through word of mouth so if you'd like us you know share our show with your friends say hey these two chicks are pretty cool like if you're on podbean you know come Please come and hang out with us in the chat every week when we do this Tuesdays at five thirties, most of the time, unless we change it. Follow us on Twitter to find those things out. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, and um, eventually, like if we ever make money, we would do that through sponsorships. And so, if you give us a review, whether if it's on Podbean, on <laughs> Apple, on iHeartRadio, on the Spotify, like I'll, if you like us, let us know, and then. Possibly like we'll get bigger and bigger and then uh, sponsorships will pay us. And then we can talk to you about how much we love our Casper mattresses. <gasps>
0: <laughs> Actually, I just want country donuts to sponsor us. Let's let's start small.
1: <laughs> I also, I'd like to start small. I'd rather have country donuts.
0: <laughs> Although if we got a toilet paper sponsor. That would be like having because then we just get free toilet paper for life. Isn't that how that works? <laughs>
1: Oh it would come in handy during a pandemic. Yeah,
0: if this comes up again, we'll be prepared.
1: Yeah, if another strain hits our country, oh we'll God. be prepared.
0: Good times. All right, to end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week, manifestation. Um, I think we are actually going to be exploring feng shui next week. Yes, so. yes.
1: Learn how to change your life by changing your living room decor.
0: Yes. Move some shit around and make things happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Get that energy going.
0: (laughs) So until next week, everybody out there, stay mystical. Good night, my witches.